Hello, beloved friends. Welcome back to the Courage Within podcast with your host, Libier. In today's episode, we're going to be diving into the courage to cut out toxic relationships and friendships from your life. My gosh, what a topic, right? That is a mouthful. And my goodness, don't we all need to hear this message? I pray that as you listen today, that you would that you would not feel condemnation over any of the relationships that you actually have at this point in your life. I believe that every relationship that we have is here to teach us something or to help us heal from something. I pray that you, instead of feeling shame around your relationships, that you would feel encouraged and empowered, that you have the ability to pray to God that he would help you prune out the relationships that aren't good for you. And know that when you pray that, my gosh, get ready. Because I said this prayer a while ago, and I have been in awe of the people that God has pruned out of my life and the people that he has given me into my life. Like I have seen God take away and I have seen him give. And it's been such a beautiful thing to watch the Lord answer that prayer because I know for me, I can't know if someone is thinking things that are, you know, good in their heart, or it's kind of hard for us to measure whether a friend is good or not, right? All people are valuable and I think all people are worthy of loving connection no matter where they're at. Let's read what God says about relationship. I I love these verses because it reminds my heart to rely on God and not myself to choose my friends. Let's look at Proverbs 27, 17. It says, iron sharpens iron. One man sharpens another. I believe that we are all creatures of community, that we need community in order to thrive. I believe that the pandemic wrecked havoc on us and it's still impacting us because a lot of us are lonely out there. A lot of us feel super lonely and don't have relationships right now that we feel connected to. And I want to be a part of that change that changes the dynamic of where our spiritual health and our maturity and our mental health is right now. And I want to make this video and this podcast to help anyone out there who is feeling lonely and is in need of a friend. Know that first and foremost, Jesus is your friend. Jesus can become your best friend and you can become best friends with yourself. Let's take a peek at Proverbs 17, 17. It says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born out of adversity. When you go through hardships, you kind of know who your friends are. The friends that aren't really gonna stay are might be people that aren't there with you for all of life. I know for me, I've had to learn that some friends are friends that are just friendly, but some friends aren't emotionally capable to be intimate in relationship with me. And I learned this by knowing who stays with me when adversity comes. I know when my dad passed away, when I was going through really hard time in therapy and in life, there were some people that stuck in my life that I was like, wow, that is a real friend right there. They see my worst. They've seen and have prayed me through some of the most challenging times of my life. And those people, oh my gosh, those men and women that God placed in my life at time of adversity have become brothers and sisters in Christ to me because they have shown me that 
I'm not just a friend that they delight in when things are good. They have shown me that their character is sustainable so that when hardships of life come, they're here to be my friend. Not to say that they are here to rescue me out of everything, right? We we need to learn the difference between having a friend that is a friend and having a toxic enmeshed relationship. I know before I wanted friends that were going to be all in with me all the time. You know, I, I didn't know where I ended and another person began. So I had really skewed and weird toxic relationships because I, in my childhood, learned how to be codependent of people. And I learned how to be codependent to friends as well. And that's what I looked for. I looked for friends who were emotionally unavailable to me that only I was giving and it was them taking and they weren't there through hard times. Would you rather only one person knowing all of you, loving all parts of you and being your friend or you having 10 friends that only know good parts of you? Well, my answer is definitely I would rather have a few friends that really know me and really get me than 10,000 friends that are going to just be here in the good times, right? Here for the wrong reasons. So I challenge you to pray to God that he would reveal to you what friends are a friend that he wants to keep for you or a friend that you might want to consider having God sever that relationship. Now, I know it gets really tricky with all ages, right? When you're in middle school, it might be really hard to cut out a friend because they are in school with you or something. And it would be really devastating if you were like, don't talk to me. I do believe that there are times when God is telling us if it's for our for our physical and mental well-being that we would sever ties with relationships that are being abusive. I do not condone any type of abuse in my relationships. And if you are being treated in a way that is not up to standards of respect and loving kindness, then I would say think about putting yourself and distancing yourself from that person. But if that person is just, you know, their their intentions might just not be the ones you want in a friend anymore, it's a little more challenging to completely get that person to be out of your life if you are in day in and day out trying to, you know, walk life alongside them. So ask the Lord to give you wisdom on how to navigate that because he will do that. God is all knowing and he gives us wisdom to know how to navigate things. And when we pray prayers like, God, release any toxic identity in me or release any toxic relationships in my life, he is going to be gracious to give us the how and 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 give us the the guidance through his Holy Spirit to know what to say and what to do and how to do it. I believe that because he has given me the wisdom to know how to do some of those hard things in my past. I know for me, I had a very toxic relationship in my life and I actually wrote that person a letter asking to end the friendship because it was detrimental to my well-being, to my mental health. That person needed to be completely out of my life. And I made it so that it was the, the most kindest way that I could say that. But I had to speak my voice and my peace. And I had to make that choice at that time for myself and my mental health. And I feel like even though that person is still possibly quite angry with me, to me, It's okay if someone else is angry with me. I used to be a people pleaser and couldn't say or or, um, 
tell anyone if they were hurting me. I would just let people hurt me all day long. I never was able to say, can you please stop that? That hurts my feelings. Or I just took all of the beating, all of the pain. And I think it's because I was abused as a child. It led me to believe that people could just walk all over me and people could just do whatever they wanted. But the Lord, he gave me a new creation. He made me a new person and that person is valuable and worthy of love and connection. So I no longer stand to let people treat me in ways that are abusive. And if I'm being abusive in any way, I am confronted by that and I need to repent because I know myself, I'm not always a perfect friend. I am Maybe I'm the friend that God told someone to, hey, you know, she's not a very safe friend right now. And I haven't been a good friend my whole life. I'm, I'm still working on it. It's a thing that I pray about a lot that God would help me to be a good friend because I know that the things that I crave from a friend are things that I should then be giving to someone else, right? So I just encourage you not only to pray that God would reveal any toxic relationships in your life, but to also give you the courage to enact healthy boundaries surrounding that, whether it be emotional, physical, or spiritual boundaries, and that you would learn how to become your own best friend and Jesus's best friend. There is nothing better than becoming Jesus's best friend because when you belong to Jesus and you belong to yourself, you belong anywhere. I wrote a book called The Butterfly Key for girls ages 11 through 16. It's a guide to help them thrive through the season of complete change in middle school and the teenage years. And it's all the lessons that I would have wished that I had as a young girl that I have learned as a 40-year-old woman. And it's a way for her to go through this book as a Bible study and a discovery book that has a ton of journaling questions that can help her to figure out who she is in Christ. And one of my favorite chapters that I wrote is chapter 7. It's called You've Got a Friend. And this is a beautifully illustrated book. This is my hope that all little girls would have that necklace around their neck saying best friends with themselves, that they wouldn't have to give the other piece of that necklace to anyone else, even though God has made us for a relationship and that is all so wonderful. It is a great thing that the Lord has called us to be in relationship with one another and in community. It is wonderful. But when we're going to our community for our worth and when we're going towards relationships and friendships so that we could feel valuable and worthy, that is a recipe for disaster because that person, that friend is never going to fulfill the parts of your heart that only Christ can. That friend is never going to be a hundred percent there for you all the time. They're going to go through hardships. They're going to go through challenges and changes, and they might not be able to be around you when you're at your worst. Every person in your life has the capacity to disappoint you just as much as you have the capacity to disappoint others. I always know, you know, when I'm being super harsh on someone else and I'm being like, oh, they should be this or that, and I want to change them so that they could fit the mold that I want. It's a it's a it's a invitation for me to say, hey, let me get curious about what my state of my heart is and like what I am pro- projecting over this person is what I want to have happened for myself because I want to feel safe. I want to feel like I belong. I want to feel loved and connected. And you can't meet that need through someone else on earth. You can only meet that desire and desperate need for belonging in Jesus Christ. And 
if our relationships are toxic in the way that we are seeking to to get from them what only God can give us, then we have this terrible unbalanced scope of what relationship is. Relationship helps us to see if we're in relationship with the right people who, just like iron sharpens iron, if the people that we surround ourselves are people who love Jesus, just like we do, they are able to point us back to Christ when we're struggling. They're able to speak into our lives instead of discouraging us. They're able to walk with us rather than try to pull us into their game. They're able to hold space for our grief and hold space for our challenges, but also rejoice when we rejoice. If we are surrounded by people who are like-minded to know in Christ, they're going to be people who point us hopefully to the word of God when we are struggling with anything and giving us advice that is kingdom forward. I pray that you know that you are super important and knowing that you don't have to fit into someone else's mold so that you can be cool. That is a release of just so much. I hope that that gives you freedom and that makes you feel so excited because you don't have to fit someone else's mold in order to fit in. You are able to be who God called you to be and you are able to be that and whoever is going to honor that and respect you as a person should be the people that you allow in your life, the people that are going to give you are going to give you encouragement, the people that are going to pray for you, people that are going to champion you, people that you see that are for you and not against you. Sometimes our friends aren't always for us, right? Like even if they say that they're for us, they can act in ways that aren't good, right? So that's what I'm saying. These are the things that I look for in friendships, but I know full well that I'm totally imperfect. I am a work in progress. I am not the best friend or the best person ever. So I know that I am able to disappoint someone else. So therefore I hold my relationship very loosely in the fact that I don't, I don't need them in order for me to be well inside and internally. I go to my Bible to be spiritually sound. I go to my journal to be heard by myself. I go to books to encourage me if I want to learn something. I don't put the pressure of having to give me stuff to my friends. I let them be there as friends with freedom and grace and compassion. I don't do that always perfectly. I'm not saying I am the best person or the best friend ever. I am just saying that I have learned so many ways to cope with the really stressful thing of relationship, right? Relationship can get really hard. It can get really dicey. It can get really messy. And I believe that we're having a pandemic of isolation and loneliness right now because we're scared. We're scared of going into relationship. We're scared of going to one another and we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to feel abandoned. We felt that during the pandemic. We felt abandoned, isolated, lonely, and we're scared of reliving those feelings, right? I feel like there's a sense of, I'm, I would just rather be alone. There's so much division right now and there's so many opinions right now of things and there's so much at stake of, of life right now, it seems like. And if you're in a place where you feel lonely and you need a friend, I'm going to say a prayer that not only God would remove all the toxic friendships out of your life, but that he would be so gracious to put in your life the friends that you need right now. 
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I really hope that it blessed you. I'm going to pray us out and this is going to be the end of the episode. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, that you are our best friend. Thank you, Lord, that you, Lord, you're perfect and there is no darkness within you and that you are super trustworthy, that you are a friend who never forsakes us and leaves us. You're a friend who stays through all of it, that you you give us your, your hand and you help us to walk through all of the challenges of life. I pray, God, first and foremost, that we would become your best friend and that we would have a great relationship with self, that it, if we haven't started knowing how to have a good relationship with self, Lord, that you would give the listeners of this podcast your wisdom, your insight, Lord, and your your hacks, your tricks, your tips to know how to develop a friendship with themselves that would be so beautiful, that it would that it would be the most beautiful thing that they've ever experienced to be able to be in relationship and good relationship with themselves that they would become their own best cheerleader that they wouldn't need something outside of themselves giving them value and worth god that you would heal them from feeling lonely and ashamed and not important and that you would give them the knowledge and the belief in their soul that they are so beloved that they are important to you that you god you died on a cross for them and if it would have just been them, you'd have died for that one person that you that you come back to the one sheep, God, that has gone astray. Lord, I pray, God, for any friendships that are toxic in my friend's life, God, that you would release them from that, that you would help them and be with their circumstances of leaving any relationships that are harmful for them, that they would be brave and courageous enough, Lord, that they would pray to you that they would, that you would pick their friends for them, God, that they would develop friendships outside of themselves that have the iron sharpens iron mentality, Lord, and that they would align themselves with friendships that really truly love them and have their best interest at heart. God, I thank you so much for my friends. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that is all, my friends. I hope you had a great time listening to this podcast. I will catch you next week. Bye-bye.